Hello, I am Lori Wendra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, I'm Lori Wundra, and thank you for listening. I want to talk about portals today because we often hear the term portal and maybe not understand what it means because we can use portal interchangeably with a lot of other terms, gateways, windows, vortexes. We just interchange a lot. It really is a channel or a gateway. You can compare it to use of the internet. On the internet, there's websites that have customer portals, client portals, maybe even teacher or student portals. It's like if you sign into your bank account, you might have a special place that that you go to. That term is called portal. When I was still in the corporate world and I was really straddling that world of information technology in a corporate setting and the metaphysical spiritual world, the word portal in a corporate or business setting has a very, very different meaning than it does in a metaphysical world, especially if I were doing a presentation in corporate or if I was teaching in the spiritual world. The definitions and the meanings are very similar, but what they're used for, how we understand them, is oftentimes misunderstood or not understood at all. Like most types of portals in a corporate setting or business setting, you need a special user ID to log on to access a special area that's very unique to you or unique to the business. It might have certain applications, certain information or products that are exclusive to you. For example, I have a lot of classes online and teachable, and my students have a special logon that gives them access to certain classes or certain content within those classes. And once you log in to that website and you access that portal, you simply can have access to those things. But it's also a way to lock people out of things if they're not supposed to be in those areas. If you don't have a user login and you don't have that password, then you simply have no access. So portals of the universe are very similar. You have access or you don't. You either have a login and password or you don't. And you might get certain access to certain areas of what the universe is presenting to you, or you might have very restricted areas. Portals are spaces or channels that allow energy to move between realms or dimensions or other spaces. When I'm channeling, I'm moving through dimensions, channels, and portals. It's my access point to those spaces. I'm accessing something that others don't or can't maybe access. Portals can be an entry or an exit or both. You can have portals in your home, a room, or even on land. When I moved into my present home, my daughter's room had a portal and we needed to close it. How did I know she had a portal? Well, I had had the house cleared and blessed and we had been living in it for a few months. But after being there, she kept thinking someone was coming into her room and moving all her stuff. In fact, she blamed the rest of the people living in the house here that somebody, in fact, her brother, She blamed him for coming into her room and taking her things or moving them around. At first, 
She was convinced it was him. But it didn't take us long to figure out that it was beyond that and that there was something else, some other energy that was moving things around or influencing or being in that space. And I needed to do something to resolve that. I needed to do some extra work to close that portal, that portal of energy. Portals can either be an entrance or an entry point for something to come to us or an exit point for something to be released. Portals can close and open depending on the energy that's either being released or the energy that's coming in. So for example, there might be certain times of the year that there's a portal or an entry point within an entry point within an entry point. And the universe does this so that we don't get blasted all at once. The portal might open a little bit and we get codes and keys or we release a little bit at a time. And then maybe a month later or another planetary event happens that then a bigger portal opens for us either to release more or to allow things to come in. Portals can close and open. And that depends on the energy of both what is being released and what is coming in. It depends on timing. It depends on what we're ready for. A great example of a portal opening and closing are eclipses. I believe eclipses can be created by us and for us. The energy that comes to us is going to be different for every individual. An eclipse is a great example of a portal, either a lunar, which is moon, or solar, which is sun, either to release and illuminate or to provide codes and keys of momentum energy to help push us forward. I say the moon is really when we are releasing things and it's illuminating our path or a clearer path for us. And the solar or the sun is about setting direction and pushing us and lighting the fire within us to take action. If you think of a lunar eclipse, during the lunar eclipse, Earth comes between the sun and the moon, blocking the sunlight that's falling on the moon. We see shadows. And as we see that shadow moving across the moon, that often represents illumination of the old or closing out of the old and releasing of old energy. When it's totally covered or darkened out, we can feel like a completion, like we've released things and now the universe is providing space for new. And then when that shadow begins to move to the other side of the eclipse and the illumination begins forward, this represents the path moving forward as that shadow moves on and illumination for what's ahead. This would be the same as with a solar eclipse when the moon passes between earth and the sun, thereby obscuring earth's view of the sun. Eclipses can be full or total or partial, and eclipses can be viewable from certain places on the planet and not visible to other places. And I often believe that the areas that the eclipses are most visible might be more impacted by the energy coming in or leaving. So if you are in a place that can see those eclipses, you have more of an energy surge or an intensity to others in other parts of the world that can't see the eclipse. We know it's happening, but maybe we don't see it or it's not visible to us. Philosophers, spiritual teachers, and astrologers are watching this particular series of eclipses. In 2017, the United States had a complete solar eclipse, and it was most viewable directly across the United States. Its direct path went from Oregon 
to South Carolina. I was in Sedona, Arizona at that time, and I remember laying on the red rock with my eyes protected and just watching the shadow move across the sun. It was just pure magic. The next eclipse was June 10th of 2021, and that one isn't looked upon as much as impacting the United States, simply because that was north of the Great Lakes. But the one after the next solar eclipse in the United States that we believe will impact is an annular solar eclipse, and that is on October 14th of 2023. And that will also cross from Oregon down to Texas. And then in 2024, we again have a total solar eclipse, and that's on April 8th of 2024. And that pathway crosses the United States from Texas to Maine. So we have this Oregon to South Carolina, then Oregon to Texas, and finally Texas to Maine. And again, astrologers, spiritual teachers, and philosophers, they've been looking at this series over the United States as being pivotal portals of energy that's meant to create upheaval, change that prepares us for the future, dropping in codes and keys, information, things that will shift humanity and prepare for the future. What I find really curious is if you overlay these eclipses, the three that I mentioned, the one in 2017, the one in 2023, and the one in 2024. The reason I don't include the one in 2021 was because it was north of the Great Lakes. But if you overlay those three on a map, they create two large X's, one being over Texas and the other being over Kentucky. And some are debating if that's right, if it's Kentucky and a little bit of Tennessee, or if it's more in that corner of Tennessee, Kentucky, Illinois, and Missouri. Portals dump in energy as well as they create the mechanism for us to release old and be illuminated to new. For me, this is where science and the metaphysical worlds meet, as we are often all asking, what's going on with these energies? Eclipses or planet movements are universally controlled. We can't control where the path of the eclipse is going, where it's going to be routed. We can choose to research that and to go to those places, but we don't control its path. We don't control planetary rotations in the interactions that planets have with other planets, but certainly where we are in the world and where we are on our personal journeys, we can create different impacts for individuals. This is where the universe decides, and how you respond to it is your free will. I look back over time and the gateways or the portals or the energy stops that were created around the world during August 8th of 2008. So that's 0808-2008. The same thing with 0909-2009 and 10-10-2010. I was in some pretty auspicious places, not by intent, but it's where the universe decided to put me at that time. I also believe that you can simply fall into a portal and even get lost in events or time. And a great example, have you ever looked back in your life and wondered, where did that time just go? Whether it was a week, whether it was a day, whether it was a month, or whether it was a year. We talk about time going faster, but are we in big portals that time is irrelevant? It's more event and experience based. There was one time 
I was hiking an unknown trail in Sedona. There's a cave in that area that we often slept in. I called it the Shaman's Cave because it was magical. It was a place that I could just go and really connect with the ancients, the elders, and the ancestors of that area. I always had strange or profound uh, dreams, grand epiphanies when I slept on the land or I slept in that particular cave. But one day we decided to explore the area or the land around this cave. Not a huge area, but it felt that we had stepped into some sort of magical portal where the forest in the desert was just holding us for a period of time. We wandered. I wondered as I watched the sun drift across the sky, knowing I really didn't want to be hiking in the dark. I knew we were away from the cave. We weren't scared or really even worried as we had landmarks that we were using to guide us. My friend and I had hiked. He had lived there and took people out onto the land all the time. We were fellow shaman. So we both knew that when the spirit world or when the universe wanted us in some place, spirit was going to put us there and it was going to keep us there. So we just continued to follow the trails or the washes in the land for what seemed like hours upon hours upon hours. And again, we were not afraid. We were just getting really tired. And suddenly we emerged into a clearing. We recognized the road. Suddenly there was more desert, more trails, more open space than the trees that we had been hiking in. And we laughed because it was at that point we realized the universe just said, we're done with you. You're on your own now. And it literally felt that we were dumped out onto this dirt open space. We laughed and checked the time once we got back to the vehicle. It really felt like we had been wandering for much of the day, yet it really was only a few hours. We were shocked. We both said we had looked at our our phones for time at various points and we could have sworn it was later in the day. We looked at our step counts, which far exceeded the logical time that we could have hiked around. We both knew that this was a time we stepped into some sort of magical portal where time didn't exist distance didn't exist. But when it was time to get back to current moments, current dimension, there we were. I never did go back to that particular area, but we haven't talked about that hike as to how mystical and how pondering it was for both of us. Not just one, it had an impact on both of us. And I had a similar event on one of the trails in northern Minnesota near Beaver Bay. Same hiking friend, this time I was the one that was familiar with the trails, and we were just out wandering. We just continued to follow the river, the stream, because we knew that it dumped out into Lake Superior. But this, it felt like it was taking us all over the hills and all over the the shores of Lake Superior until it dumped us out on a road. And of all things, we saw a FedEx truck, that to us representing civilization. Some may call these land portals where we feel a very different energy. We can be pulled into them, held in that space. But when we're done, we're done. Around the globe, there are known energy portals. In particular around Sedona area, there's many vortexes that people succinctly travel to for the energy that they emit. Over the years, I've gone to those specific locations for the purpose of accessing that energy. One of the most well-known is Cathedral, and it's known for its heart-centering energy, where Bell Rock is more analytical in nature. And oftentimes, I would stay in that area of Bell Rock 
And I did do a lot of work in information technology in corporate America from that particular location. One is more feminine energy than the other. Cathedral is more feminine. Bell Rock is more masculine. Airport is direction setting. And I'm talking about the airport vortex. It's masculine. And I often marveled that they actually built an airport on that mesa. I've spent much time journaling, hiking, and just pondering in specific spaces to access the window of energy, gain clarity, set direction, and much more. Boynton Canyon is another well-known vortex in Sedona, and I often say be careful what you ask for, think or wish while there because it has a tendency to bring those things about more quickly, whether you think you need it or not. The universe will deliver it to you. And hiking there once, we heard a mother tell her child to stop climbing on the rocks or they would fall. And my hiking partner and I looked at each other, both wanting to say to her, please don't put those messages out into the universe, especially in this energetically charged portal, because the universe is always listening, taking and giving. And a channel, a portal, a window, a vortex is the space for those things to manifest more quickly. Many natural vortexes have trees and bushes and plants that have distinct spirals to them. You'll see that frequently in Sedona, where you can easily identify the spin in the energy field that has caused the trees to grow with a twist in the trunk. There are so many other land and water portals and vortexes around the globe. Many of you have been to such places, Machu Picchu, Tulum, Stonehenge, Victoria Falls, the Badlands, even the Great Barrier Reef. Such places draw tourists from all over the globe that find themselves drawn there like a magnet. There's a reason people go to these places. I know I felt that way this summer when I traveled to northern Norway. I didn't know exactly why I had to go there. I do listen to the universe when the universe says, you need to go here. I just did. And it was magical. A portal can create access to us for when we need it. Because when we're not in that location, we can still connect to the portal that was created when we were there. Not everyone is drawn to specific places on the planet. Some feel the energy more than others. I would suggest the next time you are out in nature, just pause, stand in place, hold your arms out to your sides at shoulder height, close your eyes and just stand there in the quiet and pause and connect with the land. I was at Avebury near Stonehenge and I noticed even the overgrown grass was growing with the spin to it. You've probably heard me talk about the energy portal I feel in my backyard, and I've had numerous energy measuring resources walk the property and describe this area all the same. When there's a land portal or a space portal, it calls to us. It helps us access through our own personal portals which are our chakra system. That's our portal system that allows the energy from outside of us to come into our personal energy spaces. It's very important that our portal systems are running and healthy and clear. And if not, the universe helps us open and clear those. The best thing to do is to lay on the ground or be outside in the sun. And that's why I say, stand outside, put your arms out to the sides and at shoulder height, close your eyes and just stand in the quiet and pause 
and connect with the land. Let the land connect with you. There are times that we can jump or fall into a portal while we're sleeping and we wake feeling really unrested and that perhaps we've just traveled somewhere in the universe but really can't explain where we've been or what we've been doing. You might feel you've experienced something profound and you just can't find the words to experience You maybe don't have succinct memories of what you experienced during dream time or sleep time, but you have more of a feeling you've been somewhere and you did something or you got something that was very, very important. And again, the common terms that we hear and we use interchangeably are portal, wormhole, gateway, windows and doors. It really describes a channel through which energy can and will travel, both for releasing as well as receiving. Somebody asked me once about what a spirit portal is. When I say that's really any person, place, or object that acts as a channel for unrelated spiritual beings to travel to and from the physical realm we know as Earth. It is usually a natural place that draws or generates energy. Again, this can be land or person, can be a monument in a place you might feel strong shifts of temperature or even your mood. I've had this happen when I visited castles or even old pubs in Europe and also old hospitals, new hospitals, prisons, places such as Alcatraz. And we feel these spaces as a shift in our energy because our energy is interacting with another energy. I create a channel when I connect with loved ones angels, guides, pets, they all exist at various dimensions on the energy spectrum. So for me to connect with them, I access channels or portals. I allow that energy to come through those channels to me and those channels or portals can open and close. I can choose when to create the channels. I can choose when to close them. Whether people choose to accept or not, our physical realm is related to the spiritual realm. Or I can say our physical dimension, our humanness, is related to the spiritual dimensions. What we do here impacts what happens there. And spirits from that world or energies from those dimensions can and do impact us. We like to think of it as separate and that we there's this magical wall that holds the energy in one place or another, but it really doesn't. There's an impact because everything is energy including us, what one energy dimension might experience, we all can experience that. Just like a physical door allows you to pass from outside to inside your house or vice versa, or a staircase allows you to travel up or down, so a portal allows beings from other dimensions to access our dimensions or for us to access those dimensions. And yes, there are boundaries and there are safeguards that are in place and we have to learn to pass through those or not pass through those. I've created many meditations for my students to travel or channel or create a portal to explore, heal, or gain clarity. And we can set that intent for what those access points mean for us. I've closed portals that simply don't belong there. I've also opened portals and I've used space for my own study, learning, or growth. It's like a classroom to something else or a gateway to release something from here to there. When we hear there is a portal opening or closing, I suggest you feel into what you're actually feeling. Are you drawn to this place, this energy, this time period? Perhaps 
It's not a portal for you. Think of it like a funnel or a bullseye. Not everyone is at the same place at all times. Evolution is different for everyone. Not all energy that comes to us is for all. Portals create nice, neat times to release old stuff and then receive nice new patterns or codes. And we call those lights or sound codes. When I do sound healing for an individual or group, I purposefully create a portal to release old energy, clear it, and then infuse or bring in the new energy into that space. The sun and planets do the same thing. Mother Earth does the same thing. They create powerful, purposeful portals to send to us, to deliver those new codes and keys for us to use, share for others, or store for the future. Portals can help us level up or slow us down if we need to wait for the rest of our soul group or other energies to catch up. They can help align us or advance us. They can be shortcuts or they can be detours and portals are different for everyone. They have different purposes for different people. The understanding that the universe really does accommodate all the diversity here on earth allows us to understand the concept of portal and the energy coming to us. And that's why sometimes some people might say, wow, the energies are so intense. And the next person says, hmm, I'm not feeling it at all. Don't feel bad about that. Energy impacts all of us depending on what we're ready for, where we are on our journey, and if that energy is for us or not. And remember, the chakras are the entry point into our beings, into our energy system from what is out there to what is in here. So if you feel like your chakras are not functioning, if you feel like there is one that's being overactive or underactive, then I would start with clearing the chakras so that you do get the most of the energy that's coming in, that you at least have an understanding that there's no blocks that are there for you. The best thing that you can do when working with any energy is just to be aware. Give yourself some quiet time to reflect, review, be still, be quiet to hear, to really feel and absorb what is going on. If you do this on a regular basis, then you can feel when the energy is a little bit more intense, or it's softer. You can actually feel, is it more of a masculine energy or a feminine? Is it a releasing type of energy? Or is it an infusion type of energy that's meant to motivate or give you new ideas or insight? Life is busy anyway, but there are times that it is important to quiet everything. This is why we sleep. And sometimes that's the easiest time that we can slip into other places. You can be intentful before you go to sleep. Ask that you have access to healing energy, to wisdom, to skills. If you're looking for clarity, ask for that clarity. Ask that you be allowed access to travel through the channels and the portals to other dimensions to seek that information or have that experience, asking for that access to a portal or a channel. That is powerful. And the answer is either going to be yes or no, but you won't ever know unless you ask. Many blessings and great love to you on your journey. We do have some very, very powerful portals and gateways that are coming up ahead. And I hope that this information has been beneficial for you. And it's maybe opened your eyes a little bit more to the possibility 
of using energy as a mechanism to release as well as to receive something different or better, something that's going to help you on your path. I'm Lori Wandra, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wandra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.